Hi, I'm Ricardo Deacon. And I'm Orla Mginis. And welcome to The Recommendation Game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns choosing a movie that the other hasn't seen. We watch it during the week and then we meet to discuss the movie. This week's film is Girlhood or Band de Felis from 2014. The film follows Marianne, who is later renamed Vic. It's an episodic film that deals with themes of uh, femininity, uh, growing up in general, coming of age tale, obviously. And it's set in the projects in Paris, in the Parisian suburbs. Uh, Vic uh, develops a friendship with a gang of girls and the movie follows her development as a person and as a member of that group until the beginning of the third act where she makes a decision that will change her life. The movie is directed by Celine Schiama, produced by Benedict Covour and Rémi Bourra, uh, written by Celine Schiama, music by Jean-Baptiste de Lobier, cinematography by Christelle Fournier, and edited by Julien Lachere. Uh, cast is Carija Touré as Marianne, Asa Silla as Lady, Lindsay Caramoa as Adieu and Marito Touré as Philly. This Very week's, good. <laughs> well, by this stage, I better get used to French Jesus. names. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll take a break from French movies, I swear. And uh, this, as you notice as well, uh, we're taking a different approach in the beginning of the show. We'll do some off-the-cuff synopsis ourselves yeah. because... Ricardo just did that all in one go off the top of his head. He didn't even have it on the little sheet. I was quite impressed. I sure like it. That's why it was so vague. (laughs) 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 um, uh, The film was picked by Orla because it's French. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and, uh, yes, yes. And why did you pick Orla? Uh, because it has American football in it. (laughs) Um, No, yeah. Like as you said, this is a a coming of age movie, but. I think it has a very interesting social and racial backdrop, um, which is something that you don't really see as like that often in film in the context of like modern France. And so you throw into that as well themes of identity and kind of the sexual gender politics of it. And I just think that there's an awful lot to talk about in relation to this movie. And as well, like I think there's a lot of different references or kind of connections. I actually thought a lot about um, this time watching it. Uh, I thought a lot about uh, Moonlight, actually, which is our second reference to Moonlight. Yeah, in but, two uh, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just in that kind of uh, being a different person at different points in your life and kind of um, the fact as well that that's kind of obviously Moonlight's dealing with a much like longer period of time and three very distinct points in a person's life. But I feel like this has kind of um, distinct changes within her personality and her development as she tries to kind of discover herself and who she wants to be and who she can be within this very restricting environment um so yeah i I felt like there was going to be uh, a good few things to dig into so uh what did you think of the film well like uh it comes to mind something that uh, robbie collins had in his review uh of the movie oh in the the telegraph yeah that i remember from when the movie came out i didn't dig up the review it just stuck with me Mm. uh, i like robbie Collin. yeah and it was a good line as well like he said that the movie uh made him it it made him feel like he was watching his own childhood even though he never has been or is a black uh, person or a woman (laughs) or french (laughs) or french (laughs) and uh i agree with that statement it is uh in a way, uh, 
not too dissimilar to my own childhood. So it had mm. uh, a connection that kind of linked it. Uh, it gave me an empathy to the characters that is very deep. Yeah, it's it's interesting actually because um, sorry just to, to interrupt you. <laughs> um, it, okay. Obviously, I thought because we we've done a few movies about like teenage girls, um, but say it made me think a lot of um, our discussion about um, we are the best and how I was curious whether or not you'd be able to find a way into it because it is. Uh, I think I was probably more concerned about that film and less concerned about this because I think in this this it manages to create empathy really strongly. So it's interesting that you say that. Yeah, and it's uh, like just naming the fights. I remember like in when they're fighting here in some kind of back lot. The the girls are like in a circle fighting. It just remind me of my school days. The, so there brutal. was always gonna be a fight. Those scenes in the Jesus. parking lot of McDonald's kind of thing. <laughs> But those scenes remind me as well of the trailer for <laughs> Jason Bourne and it made me laugh. What? You know, like that in the beginning of the, the new Jason Bourne, he's kind of like a prize fighter. Um, oh, the most recent one? Yeah. The, really? Yeah. It's like Ryan in the OC? Yeah. <laughs> Cage fighter. Uh, Marissa. But like, I did like the film. Yeah. Uh, I was not exactly blown away by it. Yeah. Uh, there are moments that are just... Uh, brilliant the episodic structure of it sometimes works to its advantage and sometimes against it yeah um even the style of the film sometimes works really well and sometimes it didn't yeah for me and also uh about like when that decision is made in third in the third act the she goes off with the gangsters yeah. everything after that i thought that it was absolutely terrible like, the film absolutely lost me at that moment. Really? Yeah, because everything... It's not only uh, the what happens. It's not, like, just plot-wise. Yeah. Is that everything... It, it felt like a complete different movie, but yeah, not in a it's good the moving, way. The moving away from the girls and... Because I think that, like, her relationship with the girl gang is the most interesting part of the movie. And, like, that... How that's represented in their relationships and their personalities and... And like what they have to kind of overcome, that is her in relation to them, I think is more interesting. So that then whenever it kind of devolves into just like, oh, you know, drug dealing and, you know, like having like the whole, I think how even taking away from um, the fact that we've moved away from the, the other girl characters, but that even the kind of racial thing that I think it was dealing with in a more interesting way, then whenever you have scenes of her where she's like delivering drugs to white people and, you know, it, it's... Wearing the blonde kind of... Yeah, it just yeah. kind of, it, it loses it. And I think, I don't think that um, it doesn't completely lose me because she is so great and like I heard but even her performance didn't feel as natural as the other parts of the film like it is at the end of the film completely cast with non-actors yeah they just and like found them they're all I think they're kind of from near the area yeah and... they found them like in supermarkets and so like uh, it reminded me of the stories of how they casted the fish tank that was like a girl yeah, just screaming yeah, to her yeah, boyfriend yeah. on the phone <laughs> uh, but I thought about fish tank a lot actually in British drama in general but her performance kind of <coughs> changes when that that change occurs because you can tell the her performance was based on just portraying 
things she knows, like yeah. experiences that she has encountered, but obviously told through the prism of this director. But in the case of the the last third, is like it reaches, like it becomes plot related when nothing of the movie was plot related before, and everything that felt very natural and realistic and deeply lived in suddenly felt like just a tacked on world the world that was like a real world before became a movie world Uh, yeah i agree with you but i think that there are things in the last third that tie it to the first like the first like it's not yeah i know i know what you mean but like especially kind of the things of um like anything that's kind of sort of moving away from <clears throat> the actual drug dealers like i think her relationship with um uh like her boyfriend and how like the whole thing of her like you know dressing like a boy and like you know binding her chest and everything like i thought, I thought like those scenes with him were really interesting in the last part of it yeah you know that that like because i read an interview with um there's actually a really really good interview with uh two or three of the main actresses it's like a really long interview in the guardian it's brilliant um and the the director as well but they are like talking like specifically about that kind of thing of how for sometimes for them like they like live this in their own lives where it's just easier to be a boy so they would almost like go in the opposite direction of you know because if you dress like a girl it's you know it's like this whole interesting yeah, you get that attention like with the uh, yeah, boys so, like, she's sitting that, with them yeah we're like you know even though like the thing with the dress and the hair and everything is a bit ridiculous but like the whole thing where she's like where's my stuff and she's like tearing it off and you know get completely sort of going backwards and her you know she's put her hair back you know the way it was at the start and i thought that was quite interesting but the whole kind of scenarios with like but like, even her relationship there with her boyfriend going back to your point every yeah. everything before that it is very subtle in the way how her boyfriend even though he obviously loves her and it's kind of supporting of her yeah he's still thinking of that like male i have to look after you i'm the most yeah, important like, in the relationship we have, we have to be married the, for your you know for the respect of it yeah but the thing can. is that like that's too much on the nose like yeah. everything else in the movie like and even that relationship was that point was already made beforehand yeah so like th- i didn't need to go there or at least i didn't need it to be as specific as it is yeah i think that the movie kind of loses its subtlety which is its greatest uh, um like strength. its greatest strength throughout the movie and how in moments it seems kind of like that you're just kind of being guided by an invisible hand through the yeah. story it's very like ken loach and kind of yeah uh, i thought a lot of about like. british cinema in general but then as well the style how it shot i kind of didn't like it to be oh, honest oh really um it's in moments it really works yeah and in other moments it doesn't i think the the opening is uh, a perfect example the first like five minutes of the movie are just knockout yeah that is like almost silent film but with a lot of noise yeah, that, that they're opening, talking that and there's no is insane, you like can't it's... hear what they're saying and when they approach the boys and they become like silent and there's like this fear something that we were talking like ages ago uh obviously not in the podcast yeah but um, how is the different fear of being a boy and a girl when you encounter yeah. a group of boys that you know are no good 
that like a guy is just worried that he might get beaten up but mm. a girl is it's a slightly different, different it's a different fear. kind of threat yeah and and it's exposed throughout the movie very subtly like when but then in the last third when your mom brings her it, it brings the girl in and it's like oh you're really pretty or whatever or just say thank you etc yeah. and it's like two on the nose kind of yeah. thing well it spreads so think, well like, throughout the movie like going back to that opening scene like it completely encapsulates sort of the idea of this that it's about kind of like power and being powerless and like sort of having looking for control and power within your own life and not and like that that like um switch that like initially from the very beginning of like them like you know they're playing a male very male sport they're strong they're powerful they're you know they're they're like but not even in a very aggressive way in a very like you know they're like a community they're exuberant and then how it just switches as they move through like and it's not just that the fact that it's the groups of guys like ogling them and shouting things at them or whatever it's the fact that they're going back to their estate as well which is kind of like the sort of like you know the, the prison i suppose that yeah, it's they, almost oppressive how yeah, like the, the, and... the block of flats are <laughs> around this courtyard that it seems that everything that goes wrong goes wrong in that courtyard kind of yeah. thing that is even the way how they ring their doorbells to get in and they're looking around uh, that is yeah, the most you don't, vulnerable she, you never you never seem she never seems safe yeah that they hang around there but they never seem comfortable in their own environment yeah. which is uh, and then when she goes to her own home life it doesn't help the inside her yeah how uh, her flat is as dangerous as outside she's never safe yeah and it's yeah. um interesting as well that it's the brother that is the the violent influence and not her father who is absent and never yeah mentioned never, yeah but uh style wise the, the the issue that i had is that because it is an episodic movie the parts of that structure that works is some moments when if you you don't know where you are yeah and you're discovering it's almost like a series of short movies and then there's other moments that uh, it's like calling back to other moments in the movie yeah but it seems lightly jarring and what i felt is that the Rather structure than being more self-contained each little yeah it, it's more that like the it's not consistent mm. so if it was consistent i'd be okay this is the style and the issue there as well is that you don't really see the uh, the progression of the main character i do think that she is a very good actress and it's a great performance yeah but my issue is that you never see because for one you don't know what's the gap in between episodes let's say let's call them episodes for the sake of argument <laughs> yeah that in between arguments for one you don't know what's the period of time that has passed in between you know that the movie uh, it's set during one summer yeah but you don't know if it's like one week or a month in between scenes and because every between episodes she changes so dramatically and she feels natural within that episode yeah but then there's moments that there's like yeah. the shift and it is that her character is actually changing on screen but that's not executed as well as the other moments it's like if you're gonna be shown her change yeah sometimes and then not show her the other times it's kind of like moments that don't really make sense as well emphasizing the change mm. and i didn't really believe her transformation partly because I, you don't 
know enough about her before she becomes this girl because even though like in the beginning she's kind of shy when she hangs out with the the gang let's say yeah uh, well i think you see more of who she is in her home life like i think that's kind of more of an indication of like how she's changing and how she was before that she has this kind of like mothering role because her mother's never there and you know that like she's obviously involved in school because she's doing sport and she wants to like progress in school but she's basically being told that there's no point and like you know there's obviously that has an interesting kind of uh it was kind of like you know racial kind of thing behind it as well that but I think that I yeah I, I don't I don't really agree with you that you don't know who she is be- like before she starts to change. Well, you're kind of told rather the show than as so the the part that bothered me as well. It's like what happened to her other friends that it's a scene that is omitted in the in the movie that I thought it would have been an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, actually that is a good point that you well I suppose as well that you don't ever really see her interacting with anybody else before she is. In the group, and yeah. as well, like even in the, fa- <clears throat> uh, I do agree that in some ways showing her family life kind of shows her character. Yeah. But if you see movies about terrible people that have a home life, they behave completely different once they're inside their home than what they do outside. That they can be like murderers and terrible people that beat the shit out of each other. Of yeah, people. but and then when they go home, is completely different. And because there's no actual. Uh, you don't see what she does for fun besides playing American football before she starts like terrorizing Paris with the, this group of girls. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like I needed to have to, like, I don't know. Cause that kind of makes me think of like, um, other, like there, there are several other kind of like girl centered coming of age movies that I could think of that of this kind of like narrative where they're led astray by a group of like you know bad eggs yeah. <laughs> um, you know like something like 13 or that kind of thing where you know which is just a compl- like there's no subtlety whatsoever because like you have her and she's this basic angel and then is led astray and ends up like a, you know it's why well, I, I kind of but that's I precisely like the point don't... if you wanted to make like it would have been more interesting if you knew exactly that she wasn't exactly the the change would have been more believable i think that if you knew that she was in the cusp of being like part yeah. of the gang she just hadn't found a gang to to join almost uh, that if she was the bad egg of her group but her yeah she, or... but i think yeah i don't know i guess like I kind of buy her wanting to join the gang because like going back to kind of the power thing and that like I would say that I don't think that the scene where they're introduced is fantastic really like when she comes out of the school and they're there and they're just like oh I want to come to Paris or whatever but like it's interesting how like part of the reason why you see her whenever like the guys go over and then she's like oh there's the guy I fancy but it's like it's not even just that there's the boy I fancy but it's like how they are around the guys that they're almost yeah. like like they're you know they're not even really flirting they're just like you know they're like bumping fists they're like you know hey how's it going they're like almost on the same level as the guys because they're these like tough girls and it's yeah. like the idea of of having that rather than the sort of powerlessness of like her brother or how she is with her other friends even no, like though you I, don't see it like i get it why she would join it's just yeah. that i wanted one more. more of because 
how it's played out her first trip to Paris with them yeah. is that she's just shy because she doesn't know them and she's a little bit afraid of them let's say but yeah but it's and then it just shows her with the knife no uh, indication of how she got the knife or how she robbed the knife uh, on lady that <laughs> she show like brandishes the knife on a Paris subway like to intimidate another group of, of girls <laughs> I love that scene <laughs> But it's the issue of not really committing to one way or the other. Yeah. Of like making it truly episodic and not giving you any bridges in between. Yeah. And then uh, making it halfway in between kind yeah. of thing. And then you're kind of, if you're focusing on this, why didn't you focus on this other thing that would have been more interesting, I feel. Or even slightly more subtle, uh, more illuminating kind of mm. thing, you know. Even like the relationship at home that you don't have any, you have one good moment with the brother when they start playing good against because she bet up your one. Yeah, I love that whole scene, how fucked up it is that it's like, you know, you can't have a boyfriend because, uh, you know, what will people think of me? But you beat the shit out of a girl, that's fine. It's like this weird warped, like... But I do think that if there was, like, another scene somewhere that it shows the brother in a slightly better light because then it compares the the, the friend, her boyfriend being friends with him. There is that scene. To be, like, a reason kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, the whole friendship thing with him is kind of interesting, but... Um, there is that scene where she comes home and he threatens her and then the younger sister comes in and he's like, you know, obviously lovely to him or lovely to her. And like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not until it's right clear that it's not until you come of age and you become a, you know what I mean? That you- well, like it's clear straight away that uh, she, when her, the younger sister, the middle sister yeah. is showing like press like she's growing yeah she's up. like don't let him see yeah, yeah. wear baggy clothes or yeah. like try to postpone that like, treatment as late as possible you're a threat now you know yeah. so yeah um i really like um her relationship with her younger sister as well yeah like how like their just interactions in the bedroom and everything and like not even just the fear but i think this film is strongest whenever you get the little tiny small bursts of joy yeah. and like you really get to see kind of like the interactions between the female characters. And I think her with her little sister are just like, you know, when they're like play, play fighting and laughing and, you know, like it's really kind of um like poignant and sort of... Yeah, or like the, the famous scene with the Rihanna song. Yeah, which just is just fantastic. And... That entire sequence is really well done, I think. Yeah, like it, that's where the moment, is like the, the style really pops at that and when they're dancing in the middle of uh, Paris and just yeah. uh, having fun and it's just <clears throat> like being girls and being able to enjoy their youth and it, it feels like... In other moments in the movie, you forget that they're 16 and not older and yeah. wiser, etc. Well, in this case, like, you really realize that they're just girls. Like, they're the still... safe the idea of, like, the safe space as well, where... Yeah. Because whenever you see the large groups of them when they're fighting, it's they're fighting and the boys are there. And it's very aggressive. It's not... you've Like, so then whenever you have, like, this massive group of girls and they're all dancing, but they're all, like, supporting each other and, you know, like, it's... Yeah. It's all like jovial and and like you know just that kind of youthful energy and like the just the little tiny like small gasps of freedom that they get from like all the different stifling things around them. Yeah, and it's interesting as well, like how like limited the the white characters are. Yeah, that there'll be like a few 
Middle Eastern descent French people in the movie. Yeah. And it's kind of like that, same way, in a way, like a 35 shots of Rome, that this is yeah, like the, yeah, I thought about that as well. the part of uh, France that is not shown. And the film that reminded me, it felt like almost uh, an answer to the hyper-masculinity of Lohain. Yeah. And That's why I like the style of this, because it is very different from those kind of, like, like that kind of um because they have a very like stark black and white like very masculine style there's something this is another reason why this reminded me of moonlight that it has that kind of color palette and it, it's almost it's not like i saw a lot of people describing this film as gritty and i like it's not at all it's not like the the subject matter i suppose can be called gritty but it's not they don't treat it in that way which is why another reason why i like it and i think that it's it's just it feels different to those kinds of films yep. so even though it's the same kind of area and some of the same kind of social themes but and... since you brought Moonlight is that Moonlight the reason that I think that Moonlight is so special is that it, it wears its style like it's a lot more stylistic than this movie yeah. but the style is absolutely consistent throughout and it works with the material on screen in this case uh, there are moments that really work brilliantly but then there are other moments that the, uh, for example the the scene when they're in the restaurant and they uh, kind of have an argument with girls in another table. Yeah. It's like the fourth or fifth scene that, that is played out. And every time it's like a little bit more heightened, the style is almost like, oh, we're going to build a fight here, etc. Yeah. And it become because the rest of the movie is stylistic, stylistic but without the with the exception of the dancing scenes the both in the hotel with the Rihanna song and when they're in Paris yeah it's very matter of fact what is being shown yeah that it even well I, see it, i think there there are other elements in this that i think are quite like stylistic or like just like in small not in like incredibly like in your face ways but in like small choices that make it visually interesting and like and not in just like matter of fact is not how i would describe a lot of this no, like, like even... that it's played as a matter that, like yeah, the, the camera is, has a a view of the scene that is very unique and well composed and stylistic yeah. but the actual scene is played out as that the characters don't know that it's an important scene yeah. And then there's other scenes that the characters, like when she meets uh, the guy in the restaurant, the, the drug dealer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do you know who I am or whatever? It just feels like written in a movie, important scene, underline, yeah, underline, yeah. underline. Well, other yeah, moments that, just develop. That, like That felt like just one character too far or something. You know, like because yeah. everyone else is given like that like yeah just i don't know yeah I just... especially because the movie by that stage is already 90 minutes if she had just gone yeah and done that and that's the ending of the movie yeah i would have been happy i prefer the ending 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 of the movie that we have it's just the preceding 20 minutes that yeah. i have an issue with yeah i think the ending is really strong like the ending ending ending. <laughs> yeah like the last shot is like <clears throat> brilliant in every sense it brings everything together and it kind of made me 
forgive a lot more <laughs> yeah. than I, like I'm not ripping into the the rest of the movie as much because the ending yeah brings a lot of the themes back together yeah back together in a silent way pure cinematic way which I quite enjoy yeah which is when the film is strongest like yeah even because like one of my favorite shots and like little sequences in this is like obviously yes the but when they're dancing to Rihanna is brilliant another film where people dancing to Rihanna is brilliant American Honey being the other one but um. Uh, is the scene where she first kisses him in the hallway. Yeah. And it's like the lights go out because it's like those sensor lights that you have in apartment blocks. And it's just beautiful because it's like the way the light is playing on their faces. And, and it's so there, just... It really shows uh, like the 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 old slogan black is beautiful like they're shot oh so well and it's God, like it's they're unbelievable. so pretty like, and any like her face is just like whenever she first straightens her hair yeah. and everything and like just she's just passing by the camera almost and it's like she's it's just stunning but at the same time they're not uh europe Euro, uh, european europeanized they're no not no Europeanized. not at all no like they're they're allowed to maintain their blackness and, and like yeah grow I, I, the, whole, way. the whole thing of um uh like sort of the identity i thought it was really interesting just like um like talking about the whole racial aspect of this is um for young black girls the whole idea of like names and how names are really important to this and how like they have like um the little nameplate things which are like really really important to like young black culture because it's basically kind of like like fighting against the kind of dominating white culture and this is something that you see in america but also in france because france is like you know that idea of the french woman and it's like thin white like chic you know uh, yeah there is no there's no representation for like young black women or black women at all so i thought the whole thing of like um lady and how whenever like they find out that she has this really kind of like white name and they're like laughing at her you know and and even the thing of like their hair as well and how like her dad cuts off her hair is like punishment for losing a fight because their hair is so important to them because it's another really important part of their identity i thought that was quite interesting that her appearance and her hair like it has another level to it other than just being you're a teenage girl and you change your look you know yeah. what i mean there's like a racial thing there as well see, it's like really a, the movie really works when it hits the topic the moments that you're talking about yeah <laughs> and then uh, in other moments that are trying to say the same thing because it's very either they're not showing they're telling you something or yeah. it becomes like a movie moment or they start discussing each other in this like really philosophical way <laughs> that it's not because I don't believe that the characters would be able to to engage in a really in-depth conversation or like not question their intelligence because they're obviously very intelligent yeah. women that are just held back by their both by society and um, by their socioeconomic status. Yeah. Uh, but it's, for example, when uh, Vic is like sitting in the bed looking up and she starts <laughs> like waxing lyrical about youth and stuff. And it yeah. just felt like a fucking John Keats poem or something. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this moment? And in this movie, it, like it completely took me out of it because, especially because the whole conversation, they're just like, shooting the shit and having fun but at the same time getting into the depth of it like yeah people that age do and suddenly it's like i'm gonna have my monologue now. yeah I'm gonna act. <laughs> excuse and me while i monologue in the corner here my biggest two gripes in this movie though 
biggest two gripes is that his portray his bro- her brother is portrayed as a good guy for offering her to play as Brazil on FIFA, but it was FIFA twenty fourteen and Brazil is terrible in that game. France is far stronger, so uh, she was right to pick France over Brazil, and he was just trying to like gerrymander uh, the game to gerrymander the the match so he would win. That's how you know someone's a real prick, though, if they're willing to gerrymander FIFA. Yeah, like, like, I'm like yeah, oh, yeah, what he said is like, oh, the RTV Brazil is like, don't pick Brazil, they're shit. They have no defense. Uh, and the other one, but she knows, she is, knows uh, how in the in the opening, and I actually played the the shot like five times because it just. No, I was wondering if you were gonna have a <laughs> annoyed me to know it's like the opening is like pure Friday Night Lights. I was I like know. just expecting Coach to show oh. up and like put State on the board or oh. something. And I was like, and then what pissed me off was that for the whole American football scene, it's very well done and like authentic. Uh, like how they grab the ball and everything and then when she throws the ball i'm like that wouldn't make like five yards like uh, she didn't grab it by the the knots and anything i was like that's not a spiral the moments that work so well are the moments that don't f- it, it, it makes you forget that you're watching a movie and then when you like sit down there like even the rihanna scene which is like the most stylistic that the yeah. movie goes because you're carried away with the girls yeah you don't go like oh the lighting suddenly became non-realistic and non-diegetic no, 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 not at all and you, as well that like the, with it. And then the, the whole sequence in the hotel is already very stylistic they yeah. open till the point where they actually start dancing and it's you know like it, you're already kind of in the in the room it's not like it's just a normal hotel room with normal lighting and all of a sudden there's like dramatic cues you know it's you're they're building up to it it feels very natural yeah, and then you have like scenes <clears throat> like they're very effective, like when she is working with her mom cleaning the office, yeah. and then it's the crazy fucking moment when oh she God. threatens yeah. her boss, and there's no consequences afterwards. And no. like, yeah, or she obviously would have fired the mom as well. Yeah, and it like it just some jarring moments that obviously when you're swinging for defenses, sometimes like <laughs> you're gonna miss some balls but i think that (laughs) it is admirable uh as a film yeah it's interesting like i I wanted to know what you thought of um the fact that uh this is a like obviously it's a female director but that she's white like coming to this from like that perspective and i think she's helped by the fact that these are non-actors they're uh, completely grew up with that experience also like there are people from that part of paris yeah then in this case the you know that that is very authentic yeah but that's what i meant a moment that is like too much on the screen yeah that is the sort of moment of like racism even that they show on the screen yeah is very well done and then even in the scene when they go to the shops to buy their dresses and stuff that they're sh- uh, shopping around mm. and uh, uh, the sales assistant starts following Vic uh, because she thinks that she's going to shoplift you know Yeah. is that for one uh, Vic is just acting normal is the other three they're acting <laughs> like they might yeah. do something because they're like so brazen about what they're doing I'm not saying that they would shoplift but like on that perspective, it seems like weird that the sales assistant would go for Vic 
Yeah. When... What I kind of liked, but I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, what I kind of liked about that scene is that it does kind of subvert what you think is going to happen. Before, yeah. You know, like where you think, oh, they're going to go and they're going to shoplift. And it's like, it's kind of like another it's they sort of flip it where and then you get yeah, that but they don't shoplift by robbing other people to go and buy stuff uh, yeah but like um i like though as well that that builds up to like that really nice scene of whenever they're uh they're just leaving the shop and they're like you know and ladies like looking really mad and then they're just like ha you know you got all you know like they, they're just laughing at it and then like i, I think actually as well like um um, there are some really, really funny moments in this. Yeah. Like the crazy golf scene is just one of my favorite things. It's like it's like we need to do something different. And it's just like it's like the big reveal of the fact that they're playing like that is like the fact. And she it's cries. the most depressing crazy golf <laughs> ever. Like. All all crazy golf is depressing. Are you kidding me? Like it's... yeah, but it, it it just looks like uh, one of those um, abandoned. Uh, horror movie like, uh, <laughs> well it's like the shitty suburbs of Paris are you surprised <laughs> like but yeah it's just uh, those kind of scenes where they just kind of let them hang out and chat and laugh and um uh what's her name um Philly the, yeah, the Philly, crazy one Philly yeah just like I love that they well she was by far my favorite character in the yeah movie. she just uh, like the but I liked all of them like I think that they, they have I, very I didn't Oh, who did you not like? Well, I think the lady in particular is just... Her journey doesn't feel as real as the others because she has a very specific job in the movie to do. Yeah. And especially because Vic or Marianne is the, the main character mm. and she's becoming like the leader of the group, etc. But she's given so much more screen time that you become to understand the character and her actions. Yeah. But ladies more... Okay, I'm the angry one. Yeah. And the leader. And those are her only two real characteristics. And everything revolves around that. Yeah. Well, the other two who are given less emphasis than Lady seem way more natural. Like when your one shows up with her brothers and sister to hang out. Yeah. (laughs) They're like just going in. It just felt like less acting i know what you mean but i think that i she kind of still works for me and how she plays off the others the other three and how like they they kind of make fun of her and stuff that an awful lot of her like anger is kind of like like cut through by their like humor and them kind of like mocking her and you know that she's not just then they're not like she's obviously the clear leader at the start but she's not just like a kind of faceless you know like dominating the other two like they have as you know like they they have there's like an interplay there that i think kind of makes her more interesting that it's not just that she's like not like say in comparison to like the fucking drug dealer who's just like i'm a drug dealer and i'm evil yeah. and you know what i mean it's and like there's I nothing like there young girls and uh, you, you yeah. have to kiss me and stuff uh, yeah like. you know what i mean it's like there's more to her and i think as well like um like the scene the scene like the fighting scenes are brutal jesus christ like the whole thing of like take like where they take off their top yeah you know and then like even how she like whatever then like whenever uh what do you call her uh whenever vic avenges her you know but obviously completely for her own gain um like and then she like cutting off the bra and like having it in her pocket and everything it's like like a trophy uh, yeah you know like the trophy killing it's like it's yeah it's just so so aggressive and so like 
and there is something about like women fighting on screen like young women fighting that's like it's just because you you don't see it on screen yeah like so infrequently like you know maybe in like the stylized kind of like you know like anime or kung fu or whatever like you know something like kill bill with that kind of like incredibly stylized violence but this where it's like proper like hand to hand like pulling hair and you know it feels really real and just like much more like affecting and something that like the movie doesn't really touch upon that i feel that is a missed opportunity is their reaction to their actual actions because they don't show any remorse or not even remorse well, or even acknowledge the like fact that, that they're, they're robbing people that are equally poor as well, them. That, that there isn't like the, consequences, I suppose, for their... Yeah, but like even emotionally, <clears throat> uh, morally, the, like even like one moment, I'm not saying that they have to have a scene to discuss this issue, <laughs> but she robs her friend from the beginning, like tenure, she takes off her yeah. in the school. And it's such a big moment imagine like if you robbed your best mate in school yeah from like two months it's way more it's way more like interesting than her like threatening her mom's boss yeah like totally like way more but at the same time is that suddenly it's like completely forgotten about and then you know that's how they get the money and there's nothing any moment that they uh they're buying shoes with it they're buying all these other things and the oppression that they have is just that they will keep doing this there's yeah. nothing that that is a f- like equally as shitty as not equally but <laughs> in some way as shitty as what how boys treat them because they're it's kind of that they're spitting down instead of spitting up well, you know? yeah that's that's it. it's like they're just behaving like the guys basically and like it's something as subtle as the, if they cross paths again yeah instead of crossing paths again with the shitty fucking sales assistant from the shop and people are robbing her in, in the her sister's trying to rob her <laughs> it's like it was like what is this scene about like is that the, is that the it shop is the shop assistant? assistant yeah i did not clock that at all oh that's kind of ridiculous yeah and I was like, oh, oh i thought oh, it was yeah. just a random girl because i didn't like it was a bit on the nose that it's like oh they're robbing her but even just even just having her there the the the, the sister being there at all would have been rather than having to be like yeah. this big violent scene because yeah, and then, i like that as well that she was just pissed off with her for for being there rather than for robbing yeah somebody. Well, well yeah i think like there i like their relationship and it's nice that they get because they don't get an awful lot of time together but the little scenes that they do have are really interesting and quite like touching um and like you really believe them as, as siblings yeah. and that like they've grown up in this like the same environment and that she's cle- like trying so hard to keep her sister you know that's kind of like the little bits of her still showing her like you know humanity or whatever like that you know that she's still like you know you like and oh then that scene as well whenever she's going to leave and her sister's like where are you going like you cannot leave you know what i mean like do not leave me here alone with this in this situation yeah you know like yeah it's interesting like i feel like um it's not a short movie, but it, I feel like there's there's it packs a lot in, and there are things that don't work. But I think like that it's because like the more things I'm like, oh yeah, this scene, this scene, this scene. It's like there's there's an awful lot going on here, and I think that's um uh kind of it's sort of a strength and also kind of one of the problems with it. Well, like I think that if the movie would be. 
that's what I meant sometimes with a style that it works yeah, and doesn't. Yeah. If it was, if it more... was a ragged style, yeah. I would like it would fit the the way that the narrative goes. That is very ragged, yeah. like unstructured, wild kind. Of, and I'm not saying of putting the muscularity or masculinity of like Lohane or other movies mm. set in projects, not like even City of God or something. See, I think that you you can have those two differing styles, but as long as they're both consistent, it doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you can have that where you know because lots of filmmakers do that, where you have that very like particular, interesting non gritty style, like very like not like formalized but like you know very like beautifully constructed but that your narrative is like you know like it's like in the mood for love for yeah. instance you know like where that's like oh, this is an interesting thing to have after in the mood for yeah. love because it is another sort of episodic thing but also like <laughs> part of my problem with in the mood for love was that i didn't feel it held up its consistency at the end the bit that i like the most about how it portrays like it's any listener of the show that has listened to more than one episode knows that I'm a little bit of a leftist kind of uh, <laughs> uh, person is that like how it this is Dublin Digital Radio uh, <laughs> that it portrays the uh, it's very sympathetic to their plight that like any other movie there'll be like the people that rob someone in the underworld like in girls or something that like the TV show with Lena Dunham, you could imagine if that the, the, they were in Paris, they'd this be like an interesting comparison. They would bump into them, and they'll be like two seconds. Oh, I got robbed, and then it's like how bad my life is because see, I got robbed. I would robbed very for much enjoy the girls from Girls getting the shit kicked out of them by the girls in this because it's like real characters that I can actually empathize with even though my life story is different from them and characters who I hate well, like I don't, have a <laughs> I don't feel real I don't you know. like it, it's more like the 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 take on the on the movies like you can have both I don't think that uh, there shouldn't be movies about like middle cl- like high middle class but and no, rich but people that's not the problem and with show gears. what their problems are uh, yeah it's just that it's interesting to have a film that treats those characters the same way. Yeah. That they're not just played as yeah, victims. And as well, so they're not but just they're played not as... like glamorized either. That like you know like it's yeah it's that sort of that kind of tightrope and like I think that is definitely yeah they're not the... fetishized. No, going like, like oh being poor is awesome uh, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> But it reminded me as well of Weekend, like the apartment. Oh, and yeah, stuff. yeah. It's a movie that links with a lot of other it films does, that we've done. It? Like the episodic nature of last yeah. week. Uh, obviously, uh, We Are the Best. And, yeah. Uh, what's the other one? To <laughs> a certain extent, Mustang as well. Like all yeah. those scenes of them kind of like yeah, sleeping like, uh, in like a We do a, a lot of come of age movies like between the two of us. And mostly girl-centered, which is well, weird. I mean... <laughs> I think that, that that's a good thing, Ricardo. Let's yeah, like, uh, no, like... Diversity! I know that, like, you were bowled over by this movie, but I, I like that there's there's enough films that are actually about the subject matter yeah. and enough of them that are actually good that we can get bring so many of them in. Like, that's quite, like... But comparing, because it's so close to We Are The Best, most yeah. like... And this, let's say, if we put that as the coming of age tr- female start, trilogy that we, we have. Should we start making playlists? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because, I mean, we definitely have, like, a masculine... Uh... <laughs> Side, which you always also partake in. Like, uh, oh, I, yeah, uh, no, no, that's... You, like, we're... This no, is it's the funny thing the... is that you pick usually like the most like hard edge movies <laughs> and I'm like the romantic kind of guy like uh, that's true like, actually oh, I want the romantic comedy like, the darling Clementine yeah. it happened one night 
softy. But like it's the compared to the other movies. Yeah. Is the they had like obviously with Mustang we had an issue with the sexual abuse of the characters one step yeah, too far. Yeah, didn't quite. Yeah. But in this case, like for a second there, I thought it was going to happen. And then I was like, oh, no, it's the boyfriend. I thought there was going to be the brother uh, when she's lying oh, there. Oh, no, they're no, opening no, the, no, no. Yeah, thankfully, uh, no, they did not go down that hoodie. road. But is that the other films uh, create, using that episodic nature, create a flow that this movie lacked. Yeah. And it's something that is very hard to pinpoint why, like, it could be completely subjective to me. No, I agree with you that it doesn't quite, I think even from sort of like, not like quite a tonal uh, nature, but like kind of like what you were saying about how coming into into new episodes, does you know, it needs to kind of grab you. And sometimes it is a bit kind of slow to like grab you back in again yeah but at the, and same- then the end is very strong and then yeah. you're back to the beginning and yeah. it, and it's almost uh like at the end the storytelling visually is as good as the the first shot of the movie yeah that it's, it's pure it's bookending going- itself very yeah. well yeah but at the same way it's like each episode does the ending very cinematically but the beginning is a uh, not that cinematically but just them standing around or yeah. waiting or just talking and then it's like what are we gonna do next yeah um, well, it's funny I, yeah i agree with you it's funny though like um what i like about this is that even though the subject matter is really kind of like <sighs> hate the word but like gritty dark subject matter like oh like it's quite a hopeless movie in a lot of ways yeah. but like it it doesn't feel like horribly depressing because or like not like sentimental but like uh, like manipulative or yeah. you know like even not even just in the way it treats characters but in the way like for the audience i don't think it feels like particularly like because it is quite joyful in moments and it yeah. kind of i think like obviously as well part of the juxtaposition of yeah. joy the like a bad life is not joyless yeah well like not a bad life a difficult life yeah it's not joyless but yeah. and very much like kept by um by her performance as well like they're all like it's funny when you think of like because maybe think it's american honey as well that um they found her the main actress in american honey just like randomly yeah. like they were in like uh it was like spring break or something and they just found her dancing Ooh. on a car or something yeah it was like Fucking Ross you know it's like the spring break. the Ooh. kind of um it's like the fucking stars aligning or something, you know? <laughs> That's funny because the character's called star. But anyways, um, <laughs> you know, I've been able to find someone, and like in this case, like four actresses that are really, really good. You know, it's just, it's it's really, it, it's interesting like how like kind of the, the luck involved to being able to find like, like young people especially because they they were young whenever they made this like they well, were. But like in this case, I think that when you're making a movie that is so realistic in their, what their life is, is not yeah like, it's that not... doesn't matter just because you're portraying your own life doesn't mean you're gonna be able to act natural no, I'm not on saying, camera uh, not saying that but you can tell for one that the director has an affinity with directing young people oh yeah yeah because and young has women the experience. specifically yeah. yeah so in that sense it's like you know when you're casting that you're it's like casting a kid for a fucking Spielberg movie yeah is that you could get like the worst kid like not the worst kid but like a mediocre actor and the director will bring that performance up kind of thing especially when yeah, it's kids I think and it's, trained it's, actors I think it's, it's a combination of all those things no it is a combination yeah. of all those things but I don't think at the same time that 
most of them don't have that much heavy lifting to do. That's mm. what I mean. It's just Vic really that has yeah, 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 yeah. a lot She's to carrying change. carrying the whole thing, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. everybody else is kind of like be the character and be consistent. Yeah. And I think she that... She needs to be able to, yeah. Like, yeah, to shift, to change and make everything... Uh, Relatable. Even the the male characters are always consistent to what you're portrayed in the yeah. beginning of the movie. So that's why I feel that like the cast is well cast, mm. but at the same time, it's like once you got the cast right and a good director and it's shot well, and obviously like the environment of no the set. No bother as well, then. No bother. It's not no bother. <laughs> as long as all those things are right. No, but like it's not as like is it. There's no Elliot from E.T. that has to, like, fucking just act his socks off kind of thing. Because even Vic is a lot more... It's always going back to Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, what so, was your favorite thing, Orla? Um, probably just, like, it's it's like um, Mustang or We Are the Best that... There's just the scenes when nothing much is happening, but they're just interacting and hanging out and tooling around doing whatever like just those little scenes that felt really and that it felt as well like in the way that they were shot that you were right there with them that yeah. it was really and like because they're all very very engaging as well that it they're very easy to watch so even whenever like they're just playing mini golf or they're just like you know when she she brings her little sister in and they're just hanging around like it's completely very very watchable and it, it's just like despite however many of, of these films that we watch with like gears and gear protagonists and everything i'm always you know it's all it still like warms my heart a little you yeah. know because it's like this is something that you still don't see enough of and especially not mainstream cinema so it's kind of like it's always it's a special thing to see yeah because seeing young groups of lads well portrayed with interesting characters you know it's like oh yeah you know oh, it's, another one it's like yeah exactly it's like oh every other movie um you know it's like this is this another thing and it's like whenever you see it being really well captured just like yeah so that what was your favorite thing uh the rihanna scene yeah even though i'm not a huge fan of rihanna i was like bobbing my head but and there's I was just singing something about rihanna that like she is perfect for those yeah. kinds of scenes like random dancing in places like it's just and it's... even like the the that kind of lyric that seems very yeah. simplistic but it works like it has like not saying like when people go like oh rihanna's song is not uh like it even work when they go like, oh, the lyrics is just work, 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 work. Yeah, and it's, it's like, that's what life is. But that's it. It's the it's repetition the same, and then like having the, the joy. The same kind of theme of like even the movie and how like. The Deceptively like, complex. Uh, like, yeah, well, it's like, you know, oh, diamonds. It's like, yeah. oh, it's like materialistic. And I was like, no, it's about being like, you know, individual. And, and it's like, diamonds in the sky. Yeah, it's it? like a whole like lots of little things going on there. And it's like, yeah, like that, that, that that whole scene that whole sequence like all that whole thing in the hotel room i think from start to finish is kind of like everything within that is what is the best elements of the film yeah, and it also like plans for the, the other scene that it works until she becomes like very fucking outside the movie narrating what's <laughs> happening that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the other hotel scene that's why i didn't need that because yeah, having yeah. the original you don't one, need them to yeah. go back and what was your least favorite thing um that's the drug dealer i was like oh <laughs> like that whole scene when she's in the like i like that the scene whenever they're in his apartment and there's like a party or whatever like i like that it doesn't just devolve into like complete like you know something really violent or you know it's not massively 
like it's kind of dramatic but it's not as dramatic as it could yeah. have been you kind of think it's gonna like she turn doesn't into, have to sprint out of yeah or if it's gonna be like a whole thing with like people pulling guns and her brother yeah. showing up you know what i mean it's like it, it especially it's, because it's a class for, um they're uh, flat and yeah so. exactly you kind of feel like that's where it's gonna go but at the same time like that <coughs> i mean there are scenes within that that that's there that i like like the boyfriend and even whenever she's hanging out with um when they're just eating pizza and like playing yeah. or are they how they're playing video games or whatever like you know but yeah it's just the whole drug dealing element of it it was like yeah but like implying... even those moments felt because they do not these characters mm, and it's yeah. just like uh, i don't know i don't care like i like they just popped I've in and it's like checked out. i checked out <laughs> and i agree like and as well it kind of cheapens the the ending of it as well mm. Because if it is that there is, uh, like, her victory at the end of, like, choosing the third path that she didn't think existed. Yeah. Is uh, lessened by how how easy it is to get into the drug life and how easy it is to get out of it. Yeah. So it's kind of the... Well, the the easy to get into, I buy. In yeah, but as well, like it doesn't. The getting out, not so much. It shows like okay, it's kind of normal. It's just a job for them. It's not really like doesn't seem to be that dangerous or whatnot. You know, you just go into like some rich person's party. Give yeah, them yeah, but at the same time, it's like you know that that's like only the beginning. Yeah. You know, and as well, obviously, once you become, because she's still only like what sixteen, seventeen, yeah. so she's still underage. So you know, like af once you get up to that eighteen, what do they do with you then? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like there's, you know, there's no, a- like it's everything spelled out like from the yeah. beginning when she's like, oh, he'll want you as his girl, and it's like, yeah, she's gonna go to the party, and then something is gonna happen. Yeah, the dude is gonna make a move. Yeah, it's like, can I dance with you? It's like, okay. It's like, no, no. you were doing so well. And then it's like, yeah, it, it, because it became a movie. Then it's like yeah. I don't know any of these characters. Your man, the gangster, is not even alluded to in the earlier scenes. Yeah, and supposedly as somebody with so much clout that she knows exactly who he is. Yeah, like, like in the even restaurant. in relation to her brother or whatever, it's like, ugh. yeah, and yeah. he knows her brother and everything. It's kind of like uh, I was kind of like fell off my chair moment <laughs> kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Like what? I, I felt like I slept through five minutes of the movie or something, and it's like, That's what, what did felt I miss last week? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was um, Girlhood or uh, Bande which is a much better title. Um, <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> even if we can't pronounce it right, no, <laughs> we'll stick with it. Uh, so next week's film is Ricardo's pick, and what are you picking? Oh, what a lovely war. Woo. Our first musical. I'm so excited. Um. <laughs> I cannot hide it. Come on, come on. Sorry. Where can they find this, Orla? <laughs> they can find us uh, on Facebook, The Recommendation Game, on Twitter, at The Rec Game. And you can also find us on the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud. And you can also email us at therecommendationgame at gmail.com. So I was Orla McNeilis. And I was Ricardo Deacon. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next week.